Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. 
You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, is my much beloved, much better beloved, better half. v Hello, Patriots. Uh, yes. What yes. a great song. Long one, but a great one. Yep. One of my favorites. Anyway. What's so, up, dude, I'm tired. Yeah? I mean, two hard days of work, and I got a whole bunch more ahead of me. I got a lot done, though. Did you see my electroculture skull, skull uh, freaking Fibonacci spiral out there my uh, structure yeah there's a lot those freaking sticks are like eight nine ten feet tall and you're 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 bending them in a circular pattern in the fibonacci sequence no no i'm putting the stakes i put the stakes in in a fibonacci sequence and then i actually wound copper wire around them as well going up to end up just about my head. So about six feet up. Yeah. And then I built some TP freaking structures and yeah. So I should be able to start planting on that side in the East Garden <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this week. Well, so, well I'm looking at the uh, yes. East Garden at the time. And, yeah. Uh, Wow, uh, looks like shit out there, babe. I don't see anything growing right now. Well, that's because I haven't planted anything yet. I've got to build all the infrastructure first before I can actually plant stuff. That's a great point. Did you just did you see though that the uh, the seeds that I sp- I planted sprouted out on the deck? I got flats out there. That's the stuff that's going to go in the garden. Okay. So that all just sprouted, or almost all of it. Dang. So I've got to plant more seeds so that they can just sprout as well. See how that goes? We get it. Yeah. We get it. It's a lot of work. It is See. a lot of fucking work. I'll tell you what. Whew. It's anyway. okay though. Anyway. It's all right. It's all good. But then I uh after the show last night, I had to go pick up our kid from downtown and which is about a 30 minute drive. And I I hadn't even been gone for the house from 
like 10 minutes and Mick calls me and he goes, did you get the kid yet? I didn't get the fucking kid yet. I left 10 minutes ago. What do you think? I fucking teleported? No, I didn't get the kid yet. He's like, all right, good. He's like, we might have to go live when you come home. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I figure something out. I was like, all right, well, sleep on it because it'll get, I'm sure it'll age well. Um, but Josh is broadcasting right now. And no, we can't go live again when, we get, when I get home. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. No. So he proceeded to tell me his whole theory. His, what he figured out, what's going on, all of that. So, uh, yes, I heard that. Uh, there was hilarious news today that GOP in Pennsylvania demanded proof that uh, Fetterman was alive and well. So that he had to either showing, you know, get on camera and show that he was alive and well or resign. Because hmm. rumor has it he's brain dead. Hmm. And even the, even the goiter's brain dead. So he's like double brain dead. <laughs> it killed both brains. <laughs> oh, shit. Sam Spike Protein will do it to you. He, he ain't dead like you're thinking dead. No, he's D-E-D dead. He's dead, yo. So, I mean, he's been in the hospital for three weeks. His wife, like, went gallivanting on some fucking vacation with her kids. She she literally, she left her husband in the hospital. <laughs> and she went off. She went on vacation. I, I think she should come back to no the shit. country to testify. No shit. In front of Congress. Yeah. Seriously. He, he, yeah. Period. She went on vacation. Anyway. So. so what did I figure out? So while she was gone, Tucker was on. Tucker brought uh, a former SEAL on last night. And he said something. And it never even dawned on me until he said this. And it was the two names right next to each other. Hence the name of tonight's episode. Do me a favor, dig back in your books, go back, grab one of those books uh, penned by uh, one Richard Marchinko. Later, you will come to find you will call him Dick, Dick Marchinko because he is a dick. Um, but if you read through those books and what he was tasked to do at the time, and you understand what the operation was. Well, explain which, to everyone who is Richard Martinko and what was he tasked to do and what was his operation? He was SEAL Team 6 commander back in the 80s. Um, he was one of them, one of four active teams at the time. And because at that time, they were not even close to what Delta had. Anyway, um, they're... For active teams that were out there, he was one of the commanders of the East Coast teams. He was, at one point, during one of their operational cycles, he was tasked with what they called Operation Red Cell. Operation Red Cell was a test on every different... And I, I can tell you this much. This exists, Okay. We do this. We do this exact thing. 
I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to tell you where, when, because then I'll be vital violating shit I can't violate yet. But I can tell you this much. It's not classified whether you know or not that this type of thing exists. Why wouldn't it? Does it, why wouldn't you do this? It makes sense. Okay. But we would test critical infrastructure throughout the country on different security tasks that they're supposed to comply to per the federal government. Being a organized group that follows orders does not violate that. We pursue that. But a lot of that started with these books. If you go read them, what Operation Red Cell became as per what it started as, just like any good CIA operation, it never goes away. Once you start something in the federal government, it just gets rebranded. It probably has even a new code name today. And it probably goes as something else. But I can tell you this much. Back then, we learned a lot. He showed us a lot. About? Just general security. In, in Period. Where? Where? Every, oh, everywhere. The one he got in trouble for was the nuclear facilities. Okay. What else? What else did he test? We tested everything. Trains. Fucking everything. Everything. Food supply. Boat. Food. Train. Everything. Water. Think about anything that would be vital to you in a time of war. So the power grid, the um, the fuel supply, the energy supply, the water supply. So let's see here. The food supply. Stand by. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. First of all, boom. Power supply. Yep. Boom. What you, what you thought that was random? That wasn't fucking random, folks. No. That was not random. People did that on purpose. Something happened there. Okay. What was the next one you said? You said power supply. Fuel supply. Fuel supply. Fuel supply. Well, hmm. What has been going on with fuel prices? Anybody realize that re- recently? I mean, we're back down below 299 here yeah. in our area. We're at a just gallon. At 299. And I was like 289 if you're a club member. And and they were saying other places you're holy shit. Like still paying ridiculous prices. So I'm not really sure what's going on with the fuel prices. Um, like I'm hearing still in California, it's still over $5 a gallon. But we're only paying $2.99 a gallon. So I, I'm not really sure what's going on with that. I think people are fucking with that. They have more taxes. What else? Um, food supply. Or, well, fuel, fuel. Well, fuel uh, is getting hit with the trains. Yeah, water. Trains, is the train derailment, the yeah, poisoning of the Ohio all River, hitting all of that, going shit. to the Mississippi. Um, Food is involved in that. Yep. Um, all of that is going to be affected by what just happened in yep. Ohio. That Joe Biden now, I, I guess, mean, our food supply has been under attack for a, two years anyway. We've been literally documenting it here. Yeah. So, did you uh, did you see all that those videos of the? Uh, Eco Nazi that was up there that went went there to supposedly the EPA official that was there on the ground would in Ohio. You, yeah, would you give this to? Would you give this water to your kids in front of the cameras? The EPA guy said that. Yeah, they were. He was asked that. Oh, I see. And he looked at it and it 
And he's like, you know, the rainbow stuff that's been coming up because we got some right here. Would you give this to your kids? Yeah, he didn't want to answer that question. I bet he didn't. Shut that motherfucker down quick. Yep. Hmm. I I mean, I I don't know. There's crazier shit. What else? I mean, we know the air has been tainted. We watch the freaking chemtrails all the time. Uh, guess who one of our primary um, teachers is post all of our cool schooling that I get to do. We went to, a, I'm not going to say where, but we went to a National Airline Academy and uh, we got to learn the ins and outs of every single plane that's out there. We got to learn, I mean, every hatch, every possible way into a plane, every way out of a plane, um, just to learn how to take on a plane if we ever had to deal with a hostage situation in a plane. And uh, there's a lot of companies out there that are very pro bono about that stuff. And I'm not going to say who they are and I'm not going to say anything more about it. But I can tell you there are people out there that believe in our national infrastructure so much because we embarrassed the fuck out of them at one point that they have come to the understanding that, hey, maybe we should listen to these fuckers. Maybe what they're trying to tell us will save some lives in the air. So. Just to give you an idea. So Dick Marchenko told us this when? Back in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. And we did, what about it? Nothing. Fuck he, all. He got arrested. Oh, so we 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 shot the messenger. Yes. Okay. He got arrested. Okay. He uh, They were on an operation while he was in jail. He wrote the 13 series book, um, all it, it starts with his time in the seals and then goes on to operate it goes into his times with uh when he goes into seal team six and then his time with red cell and uh when you get into it you actually get into a story it's pretty bad i mean the dude don't get me wrong he is harder than woodpecker lips y you got it he is he really is I give the guy all the respect in the world. He's been there, done that, got every fucking T-shirt you can fucking get. So they arrested him and he wrote a whole bunch of books about it. No, he, um, our other non-blood related uncle. Yeah. Who I spent time with. Yeah. In D.C. Yeah. Remember when he had to go testify? Yeah. Okay. So what happened was there was a thing that happened the power plant yeah because he worked for the doe at the time where operation red cell was being conducted and at the time they were told that everybody had been given blanks involved well that never got passed down and because the people that were involved in the nuclear security were private they didn't switch out all their weapons and all their magazines. So when they didn't the, know it was a drill, then when the red cell members attempted something, all everything went sideways. And uh, for some reason, though, the seals that were involved in that all had live ammunition on them. They just weren't locked and loaded with it. Well, of course they did. They don't travel without live ammo. <laughs> and, They're not uh, fucking stupid. So it got real hairy. Yeah. I mean, and there did. was a whole thing. And he had to go testify in front of Congress about that. Yep. 
So that's was that when he was a SEAL or was that when he was at DOE? No, that's when he was DOE. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's one of those things. That's why. Okay. So just go read the books, but that's what this is. This is like somebody my age who read all those books said, Hey, you know what we should do? This is a good idea. <laughs> hey, let's just go ahead and give this to the Chinese. It's I mean, like, the Chinese it, can read too. They can buy books on Amazon. No shit. It's like they read it. They're doing it. Do you think it's, a, who do you think it is? The Chinese. You think it's the Chinese? Fuck yeah. They're the only ones that can infiltrate that fast. The Russians, it'd still take them a little bit right now. What about us? Possibly at the we're last of the Chinese here. and the Russians are coming behind them. I mean, we're already here. We don't need to infiltrate anything. See, I think the Russians want us more than they want. See, I this is what I think it is. I think it's a what we what we used to call in the army a four four ploy plan. I'm going to make this quick because I want to get into something else. But I called it a four ploy plan, and you have three ploys, and you have one your actual. So you have three feints, and you have one actual active role. So when you boil it down, you look at it right. Russia moves in on Ukraine, right? Starts a little friction. At first, everybody says, oh, no, it's not going to be nothing. And then the next thing you know, Russia's engaged in a full-scale onslaught of what's going on in Ukraine. What's the name of the books? Huh? They're by Dick Marchenko. Yes, Richard what's, Marchenko. What's the name of the books? Any idea? Do you remember? Uh, one of them is Red Cell. Um, um, you can tell the guy's got a full-blown beard. He's um, old Hold on, I'll look it up. lieutenant commander in the Navy. Um, Uh, it's not, it's spelled weird. It's M-A-R-C-I-N-K-O. N-K-O. Yeah. Marcinko. Um, okay. I have like, I, you know, I have like five of his books that are all signed. Yeah. Red Cell, Rogue, Rogue Warrior. Warrior 2. Yes. Red Cell, um, Rogue Warrior yeah, it's 2. The, it's the Rogue Warrior series. Yes. Okay. He, he did a bunch. The Real Team, Rogue Warrior. Yeah, that's probably, that's the explosive autobiography of the controversial death-defying founder of the U.S. Navy's top-secret counterterrorist unit, SEAL Team 6. Um, that wasn't by him, that was about him. But Task Force Blue, let's see, Echo Platoon, uh, Option Delta. So anyway, look up the Rogue Warrior series by Richard Marchenko, M-A-R-C-I-N-K-O. It's actually really, I mean, he's a he's a badass motherfucker. And that's nope. exactly what they're doing to us today. But he talks in all those different things. They're all about different operations he did when he was a SEAL Team commander for uh, SEAL Team 6. So all of this, it, it sounds like I'm reading all of these books all over again. That's I'm dead serious. All right, Easy Does It says, I have that entire series. I read those. So do you recognize the parallels and what's going on today to uh, what he wrote about? I mean, he talked about all of that shit. And why are we lagging? I clean, I, seriously, I cleaned so much shit out of the computer. I, I have no idea. It. I have nothing open right now. Mm. You got me. I, I even shut the router down today. Yeah, I and shut the computer down that. too. Yeah, I know. I restarted everything. I have no That's idea. So annoying. 
it really pisses <sighs> me off. It's lagging that bad. Yeah. Um, I wonder. Let me see something really quick. Let me see. Let me see. I hate doing that. that. I hate okay. doing it, but it might help. It might help. Okay. Let me see if that helps. Maybe. A little bit. It's a little bit better. Anyway. Back on. Okay. To uh yeah, where we're we gonna go. So yesterday. We got through our uh, declaration, our little shocker there that I wanted to bring up. So I, uh, <clears throat> since we got through that, we're going to go through the first paragraph because a lot oh, of we people didn't get through the entire declaration, but okay. No, we didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't finish that. Finish it. No, they finished it on the screen. They went through the whole thing. We went through the whole thing. They read the whole thing on the screen. Okay. Anyway, so everybody asks, uh, these are the top three questions when um, one, 155 people polled, educated people concerning the declaration. And these are the top three questions concerning the first paragraph. What were Jefferson's objections or objectives in penning the first sentences in the declaration referred to as the introdu introduction? What are the separate ideas Jefferson raises in opening the sentence of the Declaration of Independence? And what is he trying to get across in each of them? And the last one, what are some of the sources for the language and the ideas found in the introduction? The introduction, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitled them. A decent respect in the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. The introduction is written in beautiful language and is one long declarative sentence. Jefferson talks about the United States in the terms of how it relates, relates to other societies throughout history. He states that the time has come for the colonies to declare independence, but also writes about the importance of explaining this change to the world. Jefferson's skillful, skillful use of language made the writing of the Declaration more than a fight between England and the colonies. Because of his words, it became a major event in world history. The idea of a form of government where the people choose how they will be governed as was new and revolutionary with, within and out of itself. Nobody had done it yet in the world. I mean, the Romans kind of did. That they we literally based our democracy or our republic on the original Roman Republic pre-Caesar. Correct. So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't never, a novel never. idea. It wasn't novel. It was novel in the idea that the free people of the world. It just hadn't been done it. in Such modern a, times. Or maybe a grand scale. At that time. Yeah. Right, I mean, Rome was huge, so true. It was Caesar dictator that the U.S. was quite smaller at the time. Good point. 
I just, it is, it is, it is pretty important though when you boil it all down. Um, in the declaration, there are three references to God, and each one is different. In one reference, Jefferson uses the term nature's God. Later, he uses creator. And lastly, divine providence. Many scholars have debated how to interpret his use of these terms. Some disagree about how the church uh, and state were viewed during the founding of our nation. One fact is for sure. The authors of our declaration were very aware of different religious beliefs, including those of Christian, Jewish, Muslim, American Indian belief systems. Notice the words that Jefferson used in the initial opening. He wrote, it becomes necessary. But by using these words, Jefferson was saying that there was only one way to proceed through war. And tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. There's only one way at this point. If you already live in a state of tyranny, what he's trying to say in the most prophetic words, I guess, of the time, what he was trying to say, if you already live in tyranny, there's no other way out. You must declare your own independence. That is what I'm preaching. Yes. That if you want to quote me on that, yes, that is exactly federalism. Absolutely. That is what I'm declaring. Because I believe more than anything right now, we have already seen it in today's Congress. Matt Gates, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> you had a chance today, bro. You had a fucking chance. You did. You wasted it. Um, saw it. The Ari- watching the Anna show. The Arizona freaking state. That woman testified for forty five minutes about how Katie Hobbs has basically been laundering money from the Sinaloa cartel for decades. That again, holy shit! And and what did they say? Um, and and they were like, and there's judges and the judge presiding over a. Uh, excuse me, Carrie Lake's case was apparently on that list of people yes, as well as all kinds of Congress people and, and people that were sitting in that room. And they were like, you're, we have, we have a rule. You're not allowed to impugn anyone that's here because you can't, she started pointing you fingers. Can't, you can't oh, say that you're on that list. You're not allowed to impugn anyone that's, that's present. And no officers of the court. You can't uh, yeah. impugn officers of the mm-hmm. court. Yeah. Yeah. Folks. I'm, so so the oh no we can't talk about that because because it's us it's it's our fight for freedom that's what this is about this is what this is about this that's one paragraph one paragraph Katie Hobbs does some great mortgages but it's murder if you default exactly Sparky look this, this is gonna you know what. Last night, when we were talking about this, this is a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to be a worldwide thing again. Mm-hmm. This is going to affect everybody. You and Scotland, Sparky. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, this shit's coming. It, 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 it's going to be there faster on your doorstep before it's on ours. We're going to have to declare dominion. I... I, I Cisco, that's a great question. So again, you'll ask who is the enemy? All of them are a select few because that's 
That was what I asked Mick last night. And because as we were talking about this, about the red cell, and that, uh, I mean, everybody's everybody's involved, right? So we're talking about, was it, was it the Russians or the Chinese? Was it the Americans? Um, no, I, I think it goes back to the shot. So here's, here, here's what I proposed. What if those few at the very top who know what's really coming, the God's reset we've been warning you about, have been telling their their mid-level managers, their their Fauci's, their Katie Hobbs, their, you know, um, those evil, corrupt, soulless ones who aren't really smart enough to run everything. Like we know for sure, like Joe Biden. Exa- gotcha. Exactly, gotcha. right? Gotcha. What are they telling them? I think they're telling them that there's something else coming. There's something, yeah, the Western oligarchs. I think there's some, I think they're being told that, that there's some kind of extinction level event coming. And uh, it's best to kill us off now for our own good. Well, see, now there's, there's, you know, a couple different ways you can look at that. That's just a theory. It is. I don't know. See, this is the way I look at it, right? Um, Kill the useless eaters because when the shit hits the fan, you don't want them around. So think about this. Let's 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 highlight a couple events here that actually have happened in history that we can tangibly and we all can remember it. Every single one of us here, even you liberal cucks that come to troll us, you can even agree to this too because you know this happened as well. So let's seriously look at some things that have happened in history here, right? We we had a stolen election. We're mm-hmm. all ninety nine point nine 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 eight seven percent sure. Once again, that that lady that testified for forty five minutes laid out how they stole the election as well. We had a stolen election. Um, we saw that happen in front of us, right? I mean, we can all admit that happened, right? So we all saw that uh, somehow. We got this crotchy old fucker. And, oh, by the way, not only was the election stolen, but also somehow they got the House and the Senate, too? Um, on the back of a man named Joe Biden? Uh, yeah, I'm asking questions. That's why I'm thinking so why, because I don't understand. Anyway, that really did happen, though. And then all the stars were aligned for two years. For two years, what did they do? They like fucking gutted what Trump did, right? We all saw it. Day one, he walked in with a fucking stack like this. Fucking executive orders full of nothing but, I fucking hate Orange Man bad. I stop Orange Man. Boom. Yeah. We all know that happened, too, because we all watched that happen, right? We watched a lot of our brothers and sisters go to jail. January 6th, another invasion on our rights and 
everything that's supposed to be holy and sacred in the first two years of this ass clowns presidency um, to include what went on past that after COVID, the lockdowns and everything else that followed with jab mandates and the murders that fall at his and Fauci's hands, which we all can attest to because we've all been following this since then, right? There's nothing wrong there. So far, I haven't flipped the script. I haven't lied. I haven't embellished. I haven't said anything different, right? We all agree that's pretty much the narrative we all know, right? So now I got a question for you. Hmm. If all of that shit was lined up just perfectly for them to destroy the country, then all of a sudden they lose an election because everybody kind of woke up to the fact that, hey, you're destroying the fucking country and there's a good said dead set part of the population that's not going to let you fucking do that, which is who most of us are. We stood up. We said, no, fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. Then what do you do? Well, in an emergency, you start pulling every switch you can because you know you only got a couple months left at the current Congress you have in session. Mm -hmm. You got to pass miracle laws. They did. Look at the omnibus bills that oh, went yeah. through. Absolutely. At, we still, they still don't know what's in that omnibus bill. Do you know that? They still haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet. Yeah. It affected that much. Yeah. Still don't know. Can't wait. Can't wait till we find out because I bet there's so much to do with voting in there. Oh my God. I can't wait to get to the voting section. It's going to be so much fun. Anyway, but they passed it middle of the night. Don't worry about it. How many votes got passed? Congress will be funded. Ooh. We're lagging again. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Ooh. I was worried about Congress not getting funded. Fuck. Man, I hate when Congress doesn't get funded. Don't you? No. No. This is our freedom or our quote unquote freedom. And we derive our freedom from where they derive their power from the governed, from us. And when we feel our voice is no longer being heard, it's not our, it's not our job to not say anything. No, it's our duty that we stand up and we scream at the top of our lungs Motherfucker, listen to me. We're done. It's not a threat. We don't carry this lightly. We don't talk about it quietly. We speak about it passionately. People who give a fuck about it will tell you this isn't a joke. What I talk about is serious because that means all of you. There's, there's no joke. At that point, we're calling on everyone. We have to stand up together. It can't be three people. It's got to be the whole population. One voice, black, white, blue, green. I'm calling on everybody. Doesn't fucking matter what religion you are. We all believe in God. That's all that's important. Fuck. We have to do it as one, though. It can't be done. That's what Thomas Jefferson, that's the passion he had when he wrote that. We don't have a choice. We're at our wit's end. We've tried everything else. There is no other way. When he goes into the reasons for tyranny, 
We're going to learn all about that. I can't wait because the tyranny part is where I get to really drive this fucking stake in your heart and say, why are you not more upset? They already told us at this point. We're in the first paragraph. He already told us we're going to war. Does anybody else have any other questions? How this rest of this paper is going to go? No. One sentence more. Just letting you know. That's what he said. That is the blue collar way of saying it. You don't beat around the bush. Hey, Jim, what the president say last night? Ah, we're going to war, dude. No shit. Yep. That's what we're fucking doing. Damn. Better go home and get my guns. I, I, I'm serious. That would be the conversation at work the next day. I, I don't know why it requires that one guy to tell everybody that, though. It should be all the people telling that one guy, hey, it's time, bud. Release the snake. Whatever you do, let go. Let the beast out of the cage. Because <clears throat> it's time we show these fuck sticks downrange what America does. That is when America lets loose the hounds of hell. That's when you send the Marines, the Army, and you unleash your beast. But you never do it to your own people. And we don't fucking do it unwittingly to the circumstances and the outcome of where all that stuff's going. And today alone, we got to hear, especially if you paid attention to Liana's show, because she fucking aired it. And I was like, damn, that's a really boring subject to air, but it'll be fun for me to listen to. And boy, did I get a lot out of that. That that's was good. a fucking humdinger. My that was a fucking humdinger. And let me tell you something right now. They can't account for anything, anything that we have sent to Ukraine. Nothing. Nothing. They can't. They, everything was, well, I'll get with you on the classified side. And Liana, God bless you, girl. Because every time, fuck you and your classified shit. I loved it. Loved it. But they probably do have to talk about that shit on the classified side. But I don't give a fuck, too. I agree with you. I mean, Gates had a chance there, though, today. It's like, I don't even understand why this shit's classified. Why are we talking about? He could have read off some titles. That would have automatically declassified him. He would have gotten in a little bit of trouble. They would have come along. They would have said, don't you do that again, Matt. Uh -huh. Do you understand? And that literally would be what would have happened to him. He had a chance today. He didn't. Didn't do it. What you worried about, Matt? Who got to you? Pfizer? Moderna? Because you know Matt probably got a vaccine. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. It's in Congress. Uh, Texas chat, not only can our government not say what was sent to the Ukraine, but they can't say what happened to it after it supposedly got there. The or, worst part or is... what was sent or where it is now. The worst part is they can track it directly to the sub-hand receipt holder who signed for it on the ground in Ukraine. However, after that point... Got nothing. They have nothing. Nothing. They're starting another commission to go to over to try and find out, for instance, um, folks, we sent um, apparently 47 cases of switchblade drones 
over there. That uh, a switchblade, if you're not aware of what a switchblade is, um, it is a drone. It is a suicide drone. It has a half pound demolition charge on it. Um, you basically got to get within a foot, foot and a half of a person, and you can go ahead, lights out to about five meters around that little drone. Key marker Liana is on, uh, Liana show is on the foxhole. You can go to pilled.net. She starts at 9.05 every morning. It's L-I-A-N-N-A. So the way we get shipped these from, it's actually a pretty badass weapon and um, it's it's pretty cool. I've used them. Um, you can do a lot with them. And um, long story short, the drone itself, with the way they get shipped to you, they come in a case. And you get a case of 40 because there's double-sided. So you have 20 on this side, 20 here. So it's 20. So this is 40 here, 80 here. So it's actually 120 in one, okay? And you have one controller with um, something else that goes with it that does something else. But anyway, um, let me tell you something. These things have a range of miles, folks. Miles. Miles, you can control these at. I mean, they don't have miles and miles and miles. They can't go, you know, 5,000 miles or nothing like that. No, but they, they can go a distance. Okay. They don't know where 47 cases of these things went. 47 cases. They're gone. Poof. Bye bye. <laughs> Think the Russians have them? I can tell you this, that was very classified the last time I used them. Now they're talking about them on Fox News, for Christ's sake, so who knows? When anything makes Fox News now, now I'm just completely skeptical because shit's gone that far sideways. That's true. Fox News has even become a clown show. I mean, it's always been. It's been I mean, it show. always has been, but now it's just even worse because you have like daytime shows fighting against the nighttime shows. It's literally hysterical and then in between you've got like the midnight and the 5 a.m shows that are still holding out for the nighttime guys it's like what the fuck this is the craziest shit i've ever seen this world we've gone today apparently in st louis on monday some dude walked up loaded a handgun took him a hot minute to load that too shot a, dude, a homeless guy on the street right in the head. And we're not playing the video. I'm sorry. I can't. I, no. Fucking murdered him. Just straight right up. Right there, broad daylight. I draw a line at snuff films. Swear to God. Folks. Uh, it, it's like, uh, you know, I hate bringing this stuff up and I, I can't help but remember it and I'm horrible at repeating it because I don't remember the story good enough to say it like a pastor would or a priest or anybody else but do you do you remember the parable that John talked about um, Jesus when he was when he went into the temple and there was the sale going on and he flipped the tables do you remember how he kind of talked about the yin and the yang? He kind of worded it in a way that he said at that point, you saw the ultimate destiny and humility and power and 
um, confidence that you would see in any other human. And at the same time, you saw the bottom part of what he could be. Wrath, rage, you know, all of the seven deadly sins all swept up into one. And it was that type of thing that makes me think about what we're watching right now. How is this not the yin and the yang? We're seeing these great Bible revivals going on. And then we see this dude just walk up and waste another human being on the street like they were a fucking piece of gum on their shoe. I have to wonder. I got to wonder, is that where the Chinese guy and the, the Japanese or whoever was the one that came up with the yin and the yang? Is, is that where they got the idea from? We're getting to that point where we're hitting level in the teapot and we're about to per pop the little cork? Uh, crazy Chuck, unfortunately, it was not a storefront camera. There was a dude filming it and narrating it the entire time. The whole time. When, when the Watching. guy shot him, he was like, holy fuck, you just shot that dude. And he, like, he, he flipped out and watching scared. they're watching narrating yeah behind glass and they're like oh fuck it sounded like a gunshot and then they're sitting there talking about it yeah he's sitting there reloading oh he just put a magazine back in oh what's he gonna do and then he walked up and fucking shot the dude in the fucking head and they shot another one the other night fucking dude in a market in new york right in front of his kid his kid's right there in the background you can see his kid Dude steps around the corner counter with a fucking shotgun, shoots him right in the head with a fucking shotgun, point blank range, with this kid standing right there. And then he just takes all the money from the drawer, tells the kid you're fucking lucky, and walks out. Yeah, I can't. I. I mean, we can play all these revivals going on at the same time. But this is all happening at the same time. Yeah, I've been blinded by the light. But I got to tell you, you got to wonder, when is this all a fugazi? What are, what, what's really going on here? What are we really missing? Because we're missing something that, ooh, there's something that doesn't make sense here of any of this. None of this makes sense. Never seen mankind treat themselves like this. Never. Not in society like we got today. Nope. I mean, I get it. Hard times equal hard men. Hard men equal easy times. Easy times equal easy men, which equal hard times, which equals hard men. I get it. We go through those cycles. Roger. But I've never, ever seen us dip a cycle like this. I mean, this is like... We're like that dude who's doing his like fourth round of fucking steroids in a row. He's like, dude, my balls are about this small, but I can tell you right now, I can lift 17 cars and 23 women, two arms, all by the lonesome. Yeah, don't ever do that. Um, play a clip. Maybe it'll fucking fix this. We were good for a second, and now we're back to lagging again. It's really pissed me off. Hold <laughs> on. Let me do this first. Because <laughs> I swear to God, it's this. And if it's.
Hold on. We got to let it catch up to itself now and let it work its way. What, what did you want me to play first? Oh, um, you got it already lined up. So yep, sure it. do. Got it. Got it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, because why not? Because if we're actually operating in Operation Red Cell, well, I'd still go after your train lines. I'd go after <laughs> all of them. I'd do as much damage as I possibly could. We showed you pictures of trucks just stopping. Trains running right through them the last, what, four or five weeks? Yep. Three, four, three, four weeks, right? Here we go. Here's some more. This was today. And if this fucking lag doesn't fix itself, I'm telling you what, I don't know where we're going after this because no shit. holy shit, I am done with this shit. This is fucking pissing me off. Something fierce. And I don't like it. I don't like it. No, no, sir. Don't like it no more. <laughs> don't like it no more, sir. No, sir. I know you don't like it. I don't like it no more neither. So here's old Florida. That's what's going on. Uh, Manatee County, Florida. This is, I think, in the panhandle. <coughs> um, that looks like a bomb. Whoa, wait a minute. Stand by. Hold on a second, folks. Wait a minute. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Now there's some, uh, all right. So we're getting some, somebody cut, copy, paste this, do whatever you do, fix your shit. Um, cutting this, I don't, I don't know, clip this. That's a fucking bomb. All right. Let me show you why I'm going to show you some stuff here. Okay. First of all, let's talk about how railroad, how railroads are constructed. Does anybody know what the significance about Railroads are one of our biggest things. One of our biggest defenders, supposedly, in the railroad industry is the way our ties sit. Our ties sit above metal and below metal. There's metal on both ends, okay? So there's metal going above the tracks, and there's metal under the tracks, okay? The ties, when you actually nail them into the wood, they tie. That's why they're called ties. They tie in all the way through. And it's a, what they call a double fed track. So how many bits of rail do you see there? I see one, two, part of a third, maybe a little bit of the fourth, not really too much, but do you see the general direction in which everything is laying? Does everybody, everybody see the lines? Here, I'll point at them so you can see them. Here's a line. Here's a line. Here's a line. Here's a line. These are all going away from here. Here's a blast site. Look at this. Look at the metal here. You know how hard it is to disrail the bottom part of a car like that from a train? It's per near damn near impossible. Look at that shit. That shit's blown all sorts of fuck. Shows that one. That's that one sideways above the crater. That's a fucking crater. Look at the wood. See how the wood's almost stacked all the way back up. That was a bomb. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Some kind of an IED. That was a bomb. That went boom. That's oh. out. That is a blast out. 
And yeah, all of that metal would have taken that much of a fucking hit. That metal would be fine. All of it, yes. Don't worry about the cargo above it. That metal's thick enough. Have you ever like kicked a fucking train car before? Holy shit. It hurts like a motherfucker. But look at the bottom of the train car. The bottom of the train car is completely mangled. You can't do that without an expl without an explosion. That was a fucking bomb. I am telling you right now, I have seen blasts before. That's a fucking blast. Uh, you can go ahead and say I'm fucking crazy. Go for it. That's an elevated road. It's not hard to plant that. I could fucking do that. That was a bomb. Do they even talk in this? No. No. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's uh, propane? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, propane's not supposed to be on its side like that when it's in cryogenic state. And that is in a cryogenic container. So, yeah, about that. You're going to have some off gassing here shortly. Oh, is that a major water body right there? Or yeah. Body of water that maybe hydrates a town or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how come they keep going off the rails like right at a body of water? A creek, a... something. A river, you know, a waterway, something. Just seems awfully convenient. I know. I, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are those guys doing out there? I wonder if they're uh, removing evidence or are they planting evidence? Huh. <sighs> Look at all those wheels that are still on the tracks. You guys see that? Whoa. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Now I have proof. Now I have proof. Stand by, folks. Holy shit. You ready for this one? All right. So. Holy fuck. Oh, you guys are not going to believe this. All right. When you plant a charge big enough, and I may or may not have done this before, so I can't say or confirm nor deny that this has ever been done. But when you plant a charge big enough, okay, uh, you have two blast patterns that you have to worry about. Your first blast pattern is your initial shockwave. Why? Because even the initial shockwave from a big enough explosive, even if it's barricaded by a wall, the initial shockwave is enough to pop your lungs. Okay. A lot of these shockwaves that a lot of guys went through in the military, a lot of us that sat there around corners waiting for explosives to go off. Um, there's a lot of shit that it did a lot of sh internal damage. Um, lungs, brains being bounced in the nuggets, um, all sorts of other shit. Um, it's where they got the whole, uh, the shit for the, the football shit came to us. And that's where all that came from. But there's a, one of the things you learn about blast patterns is they move out, they separate up. So there's a point of impact, point of detonation is what we call it. From there, what you normally have is what we call a ripple pattern. 
especially if it's really fucking heavy. So for instance, in this case, what are we looking at here? You're looking at a fucking train. Okay. Train right now. We're what? I think we're 11 cars from where the blast was. So this is the last one, right? Really affected because it actually derailed the motherfucker, right? But watch as we get closer here. This is what's going to blow your mind. It didn't derail this bitch because it went sideways, folks. It derailed this bitch because it went straight the fuck up in the air. Watch this. As we get closer here, zooming in, see this? This is the bottom of that fucking tanker. That tanker currently is right side up. It's really funny how the fucking bottoms of the tanker are still on the tracks. That bitch went straight in the air. That's what the fuck happened there. All right. Watch this. This gets better. So at first I was thinking, nah, that was just a fluke thing. You know, it twisted. It was a jerk. But how did it end up right side up? That is weird. But then I start looking. I'm looking back. I'm seeing more wheels for another car. Oh, and this car is completely upside down. Odd. Quite strange, Mick. That's very weird. Why would that be like that? Oh, and wait. Hold on. It gets better because there's more. Oh, no, that's the blast. So there's the blast, and there's your ripple. It went three carts up. Fucking was powerful enough to rip the bitch clean off of its bottom spurs that were holding it to the tracks. How fucking crazy is that? But don't worry about it. It's just an accident. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, they happen a thousand a year. We're, we're a thousand not, a year. Nothing again, big. we're not under attack. Don't worry. Yeah, no. We're not under attack. We're it's definitely okay. not under attack. Hey, folks in Manatee County, Florida. I know we got people from Florida that listen to us. Hmm. Just saying. We're not under attack, though. Just remember, that's what the federal government's going to tell you. We are not under attack. Pete Buttigieg won't be down there for another six months. Yeah, they were definitely trying to blow the propane tanker. It's really weird how all this shit is red state related. Ohio, Florida. I mean, we've heard a couple blue state ones. Yep. Not many. Yep. Well, are there any real blue states? Good point. I mean, when you think about it, I just saw it. This thing is. I know. Anyway, okay. I digress. Um, Yeah, I know. Skip Ohio. Go to that. Because, of course, the big news. Yeah, start with that. My lookalike. Kind of, yeah. My lookalike, folks. So I'm just going to let him do his speaking this, for him because he doesn't need an intro. This folder is named COVID wins, by the way. He, he doesn't need an intro. So I'm just going to let him do his thing. Here's the intro. It's, it's my lookalike. Okay. So the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. 
I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? They called him an anti-vaxxer for that. Uh, do I have... I, I guess that's the way it went over. And uh, it should have been given this. It should have been given steadfast. Yep. But apparently... Um, you're going to hear him tomorrow. He's going to come out. You know, he's going to say, I don't, I don't know. It, you're right. Look, here's We're the thing. Be fine. Listen, I'll um, be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> Honestly, I think, uh, I think the Dallas Buyers Club changed him. Well, I'm kind of, wasn't he in the Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. He yeah. started out. He was like the lead guy there. No, that was Matthew. Uh, no, that was yeah, him. Okay. That was, was it? that was my lookalike. Yes. Okay. Anyway, um, especially with the beard. Apparently, I, apparently, I look even more like 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 him. I, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I had some civilian that kept calling me every time I'd see him on installations throughout the world. He'd say, "Woody." Like, uh, God damn, dude! All right, I get it. It's funny. But hey, he might be one of us now. I mean, he's been labeled an anti-vaxxer, so you never know. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and the administration is is being asked questions. Old uh, Admiral Kirby. Sort of. Um, Admiral Kirby, you're looking very, uh, look at his bent eyebrow like he's giving you the people's yeah. eyebrow. My name is uh, Admiral Kirby. The people's communist eyebrow. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey was in Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, so was... So is Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson. They both were. Okay. They they both were in it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you thought anything different. Without uh, weighing in one way or the other on origin of, of the virus, you've made clear that there's no consensus. Does the president believe, though, that the reward outweighs the risk when it comes to gain-of-function research? Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain of gain-of-function research? That type I of research is prudent. You're going to have to say that again? Does the president believe that this type of gain-of-function research is prudent? He believes that um, it's important to help prevent future pandemics, which means he understands that there has to be legitimate scientific research into the sources or potential sources of pandemics so that we understand it so that we can prevent them and we can prevent them from happening obviously um but he also believes and 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 this is why he wants the the whole of government effort here to understand it um that that research has to be done it must be done in a safe and secure manner as and as transparent as possible to the rest of the world so that so people know what's going on. I think that's a fancy way of saying yes. So fancy God, way of saying yes. God, no, well, first of all, hold on. Before we even get to that really quick. All right. So yes, Lindsay, ha, ha, ha. You and Dix within the first hour, Woody, ha, 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 ha. Fuck you. That's a clip that fucking Beelin pulled. Well, yeah, that's okay. Wasn't my We're fault. Going around. Anyway, tell me something. Who is this again? Just, I'm just wondering. Who the, is this again? Uh, Admiral Kirby, the 
deputy deputy douchebag. Deputy what? Deputy douchebag. No, 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 no. Deputy press secretary. No. Yeah. No. No. Something Kirby like is not. No. No. Mm. Kirby. Uh. Why would they be asking vaccine questions to the Secretary of Defense? Kirby's not the Secretary of Defense. He's the Under Secretary of Defense. He's one of the two. Okay, well, he's not the Secretary of Defense. But why would they be asking the Under Secretary of Defense about vaccines? Um, about the origins of COVID. Why would they be asking the Under Secretary of Defense, who would be in charge of all logistics? Mm-hmm. Why would they be asking the Undersecretary of Defense? Because everyone knows the DOD did it. Hmm. Makes me wonder. Everyone knows the DOD did it. I'm almost, almost positive. All right, take I his, think. take him, take him off the, the screen. Remember, I don't think he is. I, I, I'm even not questioning that too. But why were they asking him? That's weird. That just seems weird to me. Why would they ask Kirby? Kirby's not the person. He's not some. I thought he was like, he's not deputy press secretary. He's not under KJP. He doesn't report to KJP. He is serving as coordinator for strategic communications at the National Security Council in the White House. Oh, oh, he's NSA. Oh, that's even worse. It's even worse. Why are they asking the NSA about vaccines? National Security Council. Well, NSC, NSA, it's both the same thing. Look, the NSC reports the He NSA. previously served as the Pentagon press secretary for the first year and a half of the Biden administration, works as military and diplomatic analyst for CNN, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. But, yeah. but why are they asking? Because they think they can get a better answer out of him than out of Dirty Mop Head? No, no, no. And he actually had something relevant to say about it. Mm-hmm. He actually answered a bit of the question. No, surprisingly, yes. A fancy way of saying yes. Biden does support more gain-of-function research to figure out how to kill you more efficiently. Weird. Weird. Isn't it, though? Just, I, I'm just wondering. I'm asking this is how my brain works. Yeah. You, you guys just get... I, we basically decided we're going to put a camera up so you guys can watch how my brain works because I'm asking a question I think that's really important. Why would you be asking him that question anyway? Wouldn't you rather ask Fauci or somebody from the NASID... You want to ask Fauci how Biden feels about the DOE saying that COVID came from a lab? It, it, that was something that was brought up to me too today. Somebody asked me that. Said one of my buddies at work said, Hey, answer me something. Uh-huh. Why would the Department of Energy fund and put in place? And listen to me, folks. And you guys know this. Don't even fucking tell me you don't. You guys like to play it off that we're fucking dumb as a box of rocks. Why would the Department of Energy be be researching oh, stand COVID? By, stand by. It, but you guys because know that 5G? on the job site, these conversations happen all the fucking time where we go deep. Like, I mean, deep. Like, there's some conversations I've gotten into with dudes on the job site that's ridiculous. But he literally goes, so why would the Department of Energy, something that has absolutely nothing nothing to do with COVID. Sure it does. Be looking into the origins of COVID, A, 
why would they fund a study to find out where it came from, B? And why would the Department of Energy even be concerned about it, C? 5G. I, I, I got something more to that because I don't think... I think it's the same way that you and so many others have been blinded by the DOD reference by the line item accounting number mm -hmm. that was referred to one such product. I don't think that DOD line item accounting number was the one thing we were looking for. I don't think that's a smoking gun. I think it ties it to it, yes, but I don't think that's what we're really looking for. I think there's another one we're looking for that actually is more specific. Okay. We have the contracts. Look at them. I don't know if we're going to find it in those contracts. They're, it's not going to be something they provide us. It's going to be something we're going to have to fight to get. Okay. But with that, it kind of goes with this. I don't think this is the end of it because it's never that easy. It's never that easy. Think about it. Think about it, folks. JFK. Dude, if you spoke about JFK in an ill way from 1963 to 1969, you basically got the shit kicked out of you. From 69 to 75, you basically got yelled at. 75 on, it's, it was basically a good smacking and don't you ever talk bad about that person again. And then now, who the fuck knows? Because kids just don't give a shit about anything anymore. But now we say the CIA, CIA killed JFK. So yeah. How many of us stuck true to our guns on that and were proven right? I mean, come on. It's going to be the same thing all over again. But... The bad part is there's not going to be anybody alive to question it. If if we don't start questioning it now, the sad part is none of us are going to be around to fucking find out what happens at the end. Yep. The kids won't be either. That's it. I just it makes me wonder why they're asking this fuck stick speak box for the fucking National Security Council, which actually they have a lot of power. They have a lot more power than what you're aware of. Mm. National Security Council carries hooey. They got some serious. I mean, if if the intelligence agencies are running the country, I would think that the Security Council would have a shit ton of power. Damn right they do. Well, oh, did you get? Oh, you did. You're. Mm. God, I love you, baby. Love you too. She got it for you. This will start us off down this road of Operation Red Cell. Even the, the, quote, comedians, they were on propaganda duty, too. Watch this. He's also pushing U.S. intelligence to find evidence for this theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan. That's his new angle to feed the wingnuts, uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind. It should have never happened. This plague should never have happened. It could have been stopped. But people chose not to stop it. <laughs> what people? Tomorrow he'll blame the Spanish flu on Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Imagine if you're a comedian and all of a sudden your cue card has all kinds of talking points from politicians and foreign governments on it. Don't read it. You degrade yourself and you become complicit in the greatest crime in history. No, more than the greatest crime in history. I'm sorry. The jab point. is the greatest crime in history. At this point, not this the virus. Is, he, he, this is a fucking 
travesty. It's disgusting what's going on. But that was kind of the start of it. And, and that was the piece right before, which was hysterical. Yep. Here's some more Kirby for you. They did ask him a couple of questions. About COVID, mm -hmm. which is weird. Why? Mm, why are you? Why is this? I have no idea why this is. I... It's lagging bad, too. Mm -hmm. uh, try shutting the uh, old cameras down while this plays. We'll let this play. That's only 46 seconds, but you said that right now there is not a consensus. Will there ever be a definitive answer from the Biden administration on the origins of COVID-19? And how much of that is dependent on cooperation from China? We really do want to know uh, what, what happened here, uh, because the president wants to make sure that we're postured to prevent uh, any future pandemics, or if not prevent them, to be able to get farther along ahead of them. So we're working very hard to understand this as best we can. Again, there's just no consensus across the government. The work continues, and I'm not going to get ahead of, of conclusions that haven't been uh, arrived at yet. Just one last quick follow-up. Who is, what agency is taking the lead on this? This is a whole of government effort. And, uh, and clearly here at the National Security Council, I mean, we're running the interagency process on this, but it's a whole of government effort. It's a whole of government effort, but why are you taking questions on COVID? I mean, yes, is it a National Security Council concern? Probably. I would imagine so. But it, it, it's kind of weird how he's fielding questions for the administration about COVID. Because mm -hmm. my idea of the National Security Council is it's completely bipartisan and it's completely separate of the government. It's supposed to be. That's like the 12th man, so to speak. Or the thirteenth man, or whatever the eleventh man, so to speak. Yeah, no, they're the first man. I, I don't know. Mm. This is kind of weird right now. I don't know why he's even. I, I I don't even know why they would bring this up to him. It's odd, very odd. And he doesn't really spe specify, give an answer why you're. Like I probably sit there behind the podium and say. Lady, you're talking to the wrong person. I, I'm sorry, the COVID briefing's the next one. Right now, we're in National Security Council Affairs. Um, sorry. Uh, if you have a question about that, I'd be happy to take a question about that. But I, I'm sorry, COVID, that's next. Stand by. Mm. The president made uh, trying to find the origins of COVID a priority right when he came into office. And he's got a whole of government effort designed to do that. Uh, there is not a consensus right now in the US government about exactly how COVID started. Uh, there is just not an intelligence community consensus. And I would add that one of the things the president did was he, he's the one who tasked the national labs, which were poured up through the Department of Energy to study this as well. So it wasn't just an effort that was confined to the intelligence community. That work is still ongoing. And that's how the DOE comes in. There we go. Now we get to the punchline. So there's our punchline. So now we know how the DOE is being tasked with this because this is how we cover it up. Oh, we had the Diplomatic Foreign Affairs of Women's Committee investigate that. Um... What would they know about investigating anything? What would they know about getting to the truth? 
Don't disparage women like that. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not saying that like that. I'm saying they're not a law enforcement body. They have no in we. I can guarantee that 90% of them are active, active cops or know how to investigate something like that. It's like they're giving it to a committee that they know the committee won't have any idea what to do with it, but their name will get get out there for five seconds and they'll, they'll seem important and they think they might get some more voters by doing it. Maybe. It, it's what happens in Congress all the time. Mm -hmm. Leave the studio and come back in. All right. We're going to try this one more time. We'll be back in a minute. We'll be right back because... I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. This thing is being stupid. I'm going to be giving it. stream okay that's let me go to settings really quick let me look at some no that's still the same yeah last night no i haven't changed shit yeah weird this is fucking some weird shit because now it's doing it again yep it's already lagging anyway <sighs> moving right along so then we pin the tail on that donkey and we move next in the folder to oh kjp kjp hello Hello, KJP. How are you? And uh, she's back in pink again today. Hot. No, this is yesterday, but yeah. Oh, is, well, was it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Share the screen again. This is going to fuck it up again. Watch. Yep, sure is. Yep. yep. I already see it. Yep. As soon as that happened. See? I give you the one finger salute. It's done. Yep. Well, streamer, you're going to be getting an awful uh, ass chewing tonight. Enjoy this. Because we're going to get a couple free months, I think. It's about time. You owe us. Bitches. Anyway. So I, I do want to speak to Dr. Fauci because uh, the political attacks on someone like Dr. Fauci, who... Uh, and public officials more broadly, but Dr. Fauci, who has spent his career saving lives uh, and, um, you know, whether it was the AIDS epidemic or as we have just uh, coming out of this uh, uh, COVID, this once in a generation pandemic, uh, these attacks have been counterproductive. They have not been helpful. Uh, this is someone, again, who has spent his almost entire career uh, fighting for the well-being, the health of the American people. And so... They've been counterproductive. Motherfucker, are you kidding me? What? Fauci killed more people with AIDS than anything else except for COVID. I mean, and he's trying to rival that score. Seriously. I mean, come on, Jesus Christ, give me a break. I, I, I no idea what she's talking about. She is obviously lost Oh, no, but, uh, you know, attacks, attacks on the government are counterproductive. Th they are. Mm -hmm. No, they're not. No, no, isn't like attacks on the government literally the soul of American Republic? Kind of what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that's what I thought. I I don't know. Do you guys feel differently? If you guys feel differently, let me know. They're I, doing a good job. We'll tell them they're doing a good job. I, they I'm, fucking suck. I'm just wondering because if they yeah. do, I I don't get it. All right, I'm, it's not funny anymore. Stop the merry-go-round. I want to get off. 
How will the president respond to China, though, if, if it's determined that they lied about all this and now are trying to paint the administration as in, in such a negative light? How, how will he respond to to Xi and and? Um, well, let, let's not get ahead of where we are in the process right now. We, we, there is not a consensus on what caused COVID to start. The president wants to understand that so we can prevent better future pandemics. He's made that a priority. And I just don't, we don't have an answer to speak to. And I certainly, so given that we don't have a consensus, it would be foolish for me to get out ahead of speculation on hypothetical situations to come. We just aren't there yet. Kirby, you fucking mealy-mouthed little faggot. Look at you in your fucking wannabe James Bond suit. China's, Shut the fuck up, China's dude. already coming out and saying, uh, stop calling it a a lab leak because... Um, it's not a lab it leak. It wasn't us, or it, it wasn't, wasn't a us. lab leak. We didn't do it. Well, if it wasn't a lab leak, then you did it on purpose, which is what the, um, that Chinese defector said on Tucker last night. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. He did. She. She. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. No, not she. She. Mm -hmm. Like as in a female. But look at this James Bond wannabe. Look at like my motherfucker. I mean, he's wearing like a gray suit with a white hanky, the whole bit. Jesus, what a fucking queer, dude. You couldn't get gayer. Actually, probably could. I mean, he could. Have you seen some of the people in the administration? Good point. Good point. Yeah, his voice. I know, Mark. Without uh, weighing in one way or the other on origin of, of the virus, you've made clear that there's no consensus. Does the president believe, though, that the reward outweighs the risk when it comes to gain-of-function research? Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain-of-function You're going to have to say that again? My bad. Do we? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain function research? My bad. Right. That one just started a little bit earlier. So you heard the uh, the pre the preamble question to it. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of important, I think, because mm-hmm. without getting into the origins of COVID, because we don't want to offend anybody. Is it still Stop okay it. to do gain of function research? No, it's not. Whoa. What the? F- you just hit something and did that. It was crazy. I don't know what you just did, but you just did something. Edit, undo. Uh, fuck, babe. I don't know what you did. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay. That uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. figure that one out. Great, mm-hmm. and I can't do it during clips. Damn mm-hmm. it! Sure can't. This sucks. Yep. Let's okay. figure this one out. I'll figure it out. Just I'm not touching anything till we go back, and then I'll fix it. All right. Wall Street Journal reported the Biden administration has finally concluded that yes, COVID was not naturally occurring. It didn't emerge organically from a pangolin, whatever that is, at the wet market, whatever that is. No, the virus came from a Chinese military lab where it was created. That's the determination of the Department of Energy based on new intelligence that, of course, everyone already had. Now, we learned this, interestingly, from a newspaper. We did not learn it directly from the Biden administration because Joe Biden hasn't said a word about it. And that's a little odd. A million Americans, they tell us, died of COVID. 
close to 7 million died globally. So it's inherently a big story. We know perfectly well where COVID came from. We've known this for years. In fact, one of the very first things we knew about COVID was that it was an engineered virus that escaped somehow, intentionally or not, from a Chinese military biolab in Wuhan. It was in early March of 2020, three full years ago, at the very beginning, that we did a long open on this show about the Chinese research paper whose authors later disappeared. Now, these Chinese scientific researchers scolded the Chinese government for the lax safety standards that they said allowed COVID to escape and infect the world. This was three years ago. Watch this. In fact, the outbreak may have begun not in a public meat market, but in a poorly run Chinese laboratory. Now, that's not our theory. Anyone who raises that theory on American television is attacked as a conspiracy monger. But this is a theory from a now censored Chinese paper. A draft paper posted in mid-February, scientists at the South China University of Technology suggested that the virus outbreak, coronavirus outbreak, began at the Wuhan Control, where an animal may have infected a researcher who then spread the disease outside the facility. The paper is explicit about this. We're going to quote it. The killer coronavirus probably originated from a laboratory in Wuhan, end quote. That paper was in English on the internet, and anyone who was interested could have found it. We were just interested. That's why we found it. And then we found someone who was there. We found a Chinese physician, a scientific researcher who worked for the Chinese government, who was in and around Wuhan when COVID emerged from that lab. Her name is Li Mingyan, and we did a bunch of interviews with her. Here's one. From my first report, I can present the solid scientific evidence to our audience that this virus, COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 virus, actually is not from nature. I work with the top coronavirologists in the world. So together with my experience, I can tell you this is created in the lab. This is from that template owned by China military. And also, it is spread to the world to make such damage. To make such damage. Do you believe the Chinese government released this intentionally, on purpose? Did they do this? Yes, of course, it's intentionally. Wow. Now, we thought that was a story. So there was a physician who worked on coronaviruses for the Chinese military who was in Wuhan, telling us in September of 2020 that the Chinese government did this intentionally to wreck the West, to kill people and destroy the economies of its rivals here in the West. Now, if you're a middle-class Christian American, it's hard to imagine that level of malice existing anywhere in the world. You just would never consider doing something like that. But with the Chinese, are they serious enough? <laughs> Probably. But instead of following up on that, people attacked the woman you just saw, really attacked her, and then attacked us for giving her airtime. Pants on fire, you're lying, said the quote, fact checkers. But she wasn't lying. And Tony Fauci and many others in the U.S. government knew that she wasn't lying. In fact, they knew the truth about where COVID came from long before the rest of us had even heard the term COVID. In mid-November of 2019, a friendly Asian government, we have learned, sent a cable to American officials warning that there was evidence or something strange going on in Wuhan, and it looked like a dangerous leak from a bio lab. They knew that. The origins of COVID were never a secret. The real story, the great outrage of this story, is that the people who knew or should have known the truth lied about the truth. Why? 
to hide the Chinese government's role in mass murder, the killing of almost 7 million people and the destruction of the American economy. That's the interesting part, looking back three years later. From the beginning of the outbreak, the American media, as one, took the side of the Chinese government in this new propaganda war over COVID. And it worked. And then the entire American press corps covered for the Chinese government. People like David Frum at The Atlantic. Oh, he's so smart. You have to ask yourself, was David Frum taking money from Beijing to repeat their lies? We can't confirm that, but he might as well have been taking money from Beijing. And it wasn't just David Frum. NBC News calls the, called the phrase Chinese virus, quote, both inaccurate and harmful in tying racist associations between the virus and those from China. <laughs> of course, the virus was from China. It was from a Chinese military biolab, and it may have been released on purpose to kill people. If the U.S. media had swung behind the evidence in this story and pressed, where did this virus come from? Then it's at least potentially conceivable that scientists in the United States would have forced the government of China to release the information they had about the genetic makeup of COVID. Maybe we've had a vaccine that worked, for example, or a medical response that saved Americans' lives, but they didn't. It's, it's almost too unpleasant to bring you the story because the wall of dishonesty was impenetrable at that point three years ago. The one thing we needed to know, where did this come from, was the one thing they wouldn't let you even consider. In fact, if you did, you would be unpersoned. Facebook banned any user who suggested the virus was man-made because, I'm recording, the science was settled. It was not settled at all. There was no science. We didn't know anything. As NPR reported, quote, scientists debunk lab accident theory of pandemic emergence. Really, on what basis? They had no evidence to, quote, debunk it. But that didn't stop Vox from, quote, reporting, and we're quoting now, no, coronavirus did not start in a Chinese lab. They had no idea. They were just flat out shilling for the Chinese government and hiding its complicity in mass murder. What? And then a woman called Laura Helmuth, the diversity hire now running the once but no longer respected publication Scientific American, said, quote, it's a conspiracy theory to believe a lab leak had occurred. But it did. That's the thing. Facts still matter. Every facet, every element, every link in the chain that connects every part of elite America to itself pushed the same lies. You degrade yourself and you become complicit in the greatest crime in history. So you have to ask, what role did the U.S. intelligence agencies play in all of this? Of course, they knew. Well, at one point, MSNBC's Nicole Wallace, the single most dishonest person on television now or ever, claimed that, and we're quoting, Donald Trump is turning his intelligence community to now investigate a conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. By the way, we're not watching this woman's show, but is she in tears tonight begging the forgiveness of her audience? No. But let's parse this for a second. Obviously, she was wrong about the origins of the virus. It did come from that lab, intentionally or not. But what's interesting is that she was also wrong about what Donald Trump's government, under the leadership and part of Mike Pompeo, was doing. On March 17, 2020, a group of scientists wrote a paper in Nature magazine. That paper concluded that, quote, we do not believe that any type of laboratory-based scenario is plausible. Now, well, that's the final word. That's the science. Well, internal NIH emails show that Tony Fauci helped edit that paper. He did not disclose this publicly. It was all behind the scenes. Now, that's significant because Fauci was funding bat coronavirus experiments in Wuhan, the ones that apparently caused the pandemic. So he was editing the report on the origin of the virus. 
Okay. That's not peer-reviewed, as we say. It's the opposite. As Paul Thacker reports on his subtext, a few days after that paper was published in Nature, the State Department's Office of Outreach, part of the Bureau of Intelligence and Research, began promoting these false findings, these lies. The State Department covertly recruited scientists to go around Washington, D.C. and off-the-record high-level meetings, telling everyone who had listed that COVID, quote, emerged naturally in an animal before crossing to humans and was not engineered in a lab. Now, the scientists who made this false briefing, who told these lies, cited one source, the Nature article that was secretly edited by Tony Fauci. In other words, and we can give you a thousand other examples, America's, not China's, America's entire leadership class, from the government to the intel agencies to elected officials to, of course, the media in unison, spent years trying to hide Chinese culpability for the greatest crime in human history. They cooked up fake papers and bogus data. They attacked anyone who asked obvious questions, even people who were in Wuhan at the time who knew. And you have to ask, why did they do this? Could it be that they were implicated in this too? They were implicated in creating the worst pandemic in modern history? We're not sure, but it's an amazing story. Now, I want you to listen at the end what he said. For years. For years. Yeah. So before any of you, um, <clears throat> any of our Donald Trump sophisticants um, decide to rear your ugly heads and say something stupid, this also happened during his administration. Okay? So he is complicit now. It's too long. It's too late. It's, we're too far. There is no amnesty. He is now complicit in what's going on. For years. For fucking years. Everyone's covered it up. I, you know, everything we've said for years has come true. And everyone's I, covered it up. One of you know, one of the conspiracy theories, and I know this is a stupid one, but I've often wondered. I've sat back in my the corner of my own brain, and I've wondered. Tell me something. What is what does Tucker know? Well, Tucker's a CIA show, so he probably knows everything. No, I, 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 get, get off of all of that. Get over all of that. Let's just really quick. No, 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 because I'm sorry. Tucker's done some things to cut his own throat. Mm -hmm. He done said some shit that Tucker done shouldn't have said. But my question is, is A, who does either Tucker know or B, what does Tucker know? Because I've noticed how, if you remember in the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody kind of split up and nobody went to the studio, Tucker it never affected his show, but it affected everybody else's. And they made a big deal about it, how it affected their shows. Tucker never affected his show. Why was that? Well, Tucker was in Maine. He does his show from Maine. He doesn't go to New York at all. Matter of fact, I think he goes to New York once a month. And I think that's just because it's required within his contract. But he doesn't want to have anything to do with New York. So I asked the question again. What does Tucker know? Because as soon as the pandemic broke out too, he kind of cut ties with Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity and distanced himself. Fucking. I fixed it. I already undid it once. No, you didn't. It was on use stacks. Use stacks was clicked, and that's why everything was oh, like that. Oh, okay. I unclicked it, and it fixed it. Outstanding. So, you know, 
and he kind of distanced himself from Hannity and Ingram. He didn't really have a whole lot to do with the late night lineup. There wasn't the handoffs that were going on. Yeah, you know how they think. Yeah, they love to rub each other's mm-hmm. backs. You know that stopped, and then they stopped promoting Tucker. And then Fox even went on an attack against Tucker. Yeah, even though Tucker was their highest rated show. How do you turn on and go on an attack against a guy who's your highest rated show? I just wonder what does Tucker know? Anybody? Uh, Anybody? Anyway, it's about that time. It is that. It's past that time, actually. So we're going to hit that. So if you ain't got it, go get it and, and light it up. Get it down. Fuck. the other lighter. It's about dead. I don't know. I didn't bring anyone. Talking about your unpreparedness. I was prepared. The bowl was loaded. It was loaded. No, no, no. You fucking dropped it on the floor. Now it's on the floor. Now it's unloaded. It wasn't loaded very well. Wow. It's all good. with ours. It's all good. It's all good. Not a big deal because we're moving foldies anyway, right? Yeah. What is the next folder? Kovacs. Kovacs. Don't do it. That's what he said. So, moving right on into Dr. David Martin. And we're going to catch up with you while we prepare. 
And so we've got three different pieces of your question that need to be addressed. First of all, there's going to be people who outright die, and they are doing so right now. There are remarkable numbers of people who are dying of sudden cardiac deaths, sudden um, acute deaths associated with clotting elsewhere, mostly pulmonary. Um, so you have that function going on. You have the uh, malingering and, and what we would consider more of a, a slow process of, of ultimate mortality, but it would be um, what we would call morbidity at first. It's people getting more and more sick. The tragedy is the third piece that we don't talk about very much are caregivers in the United States who, in fact, were encouraged and then forced under the CMS ruling to be injected. So we are going to be taking out the population of people trained to take care of the sick and dying. And so one of the problems that really people aren't talking about, and, you know, you start hearing rumblings of the, about this in the, the airline industry where people are starting to go, why are there so few pilots suddenly? You know, why is it that we're suddenly having 700 flights a day being canceled because allegedly airlines don't have pilots? And, you know, the dirty secret, as you know now, because it's been published many times, is there are a lot of pilots who are having microvascular problems and clotting problems, and that keeps them out of the cockpit, which is a good place to not have them if they're going to throw a clot for a stroke or a heart attack. But the problem is we're going to start seeing that exact same phenomenon in the healthcare industry and at a much larger scale, which means we now have, in addition to the problem of the actual morbidity and mortality, meaning people getting sick and people dying, we actually have that targeting the healthcare industry writ large, which means we are going to have doctors and nurses who are going to be among the sick and the dead. And that means that the sick and the dying also do not get care. No, I, we were just talking because, uh, did you guys see his background? Did you see his green screen? Um, he asked me what side, uh, I said, well, I said, Hey, do me a favor. I was like, what do you see there? She goes, what are you talking about? I was like, look, the look green at the screen. screen. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is that? What's that a picture of? Do you guys see that? Do you guys notice that? Um, that's, I think, I'm not sure. I, I got to double check. And my art history blows, but I could be wrong. But that is the, if I'm not, if I'm correct, that's the portrayal of Jesus when he was going through that fucking, um, not mosque, but um, the temple, the temple the table. and he flipped the tables, which is odd. It's kind of a weird background. I mean, it kind of makes sense too, though, in a way, because he could be saying, hey, look, it's time to flip fucking tables. However, at the same time, he could And I be... said Dr. David Martin is actually one of the few that's actually truly on, on our side. Um, you don't see him making the rounds a whole lot. Not like you see some of the others, not like you see... Um, Peter McCullough or Dr. Malone or, you know, um, I, the normal names yeah, that we become but accustomed to Dr. Hearing. David Martin is, is the smartest man you'll ever meet. Yeah. We've met him. Oh yeah. We've he, met him a couple of times. Yeah. He is by far the smartest man you'll ever meet. He is no joke. But it, it just—it it was crazy because you don't, and it's amazing how one of the things we are seeing. What if, what if Q's part of the Great Awakening, not only was to awake us up to the plan, 
and I'm spitballing here, but what if Q's part of the Great Awakening was to show us the length and the depth in which it's corrupt? What if that was his part? Mm -hmm. What if his part was to make us ask that additional question, push us that extra little bit? And he wasn't there educationally per se, but he showed you that there was enough bullshit out there that, hey, if you look at this and you keep asking questions and you don't stop, the corruption and the depth of the corruption is ridiculous. We're just scratching the surface right now. We're just getting there. And it's just started to get retarded. Oh, it's past retarded. It, 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 eventually here are uh, what the one I'm waiting for is the day when the heroes start come crashing down. That's the one I'm waiting for. Mm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You just don't want to say it out loud, but you know what I'm talking about. I published in August of 2020 that uh, this was the greatest gamble uh, you, you know, of all time. The vaccine should have been pulled off the U.S. market in January of 2021. And Pfizer knew about 1,223 deaths within 90 days of release. It was in their post-marketing data. Our FDA at this point in time cannot be considered uh, to be acting in the best interest of the safety of Americans. Now we have a situation where a, a child today, they've actually added the COVID-19 vaccines, emergency use authorized, with no assurances on safety. Uh, with, with actually no coverage of the current variants, they've added them into the permanent childhood vaccine schedule. This is an experimental temporary vaccine. Uh, how can they possibly know that it's going to be on the permanent schedule? Moderna's announced 40 additional products. They want the human body to produce uh, foreign antigens from influenza, respiratory syncytial virus, and the human body can't do that. Our cells attack our own cells when we express foreign proteins. The vaccines cause fatal syndromes as published in the peer-reviewed literature. So we need to merge the U.S. CDC vaccine records and the National Death Index. The second thing that needs to happen is doctors and healthcare workers, they need access to these vaccine administration records. So when they receive patients who've had a cardiac arrest, they need to understand if they've taken a vaccine or not. The percentage that is sustaining cardiac damage, 2.5%. And so we've gone from four to 25,000 cases per million per year. So the two out, outputs of any form of myocarditis are a risk of sudden death or the development of heart failure. We shouldn't have all-cause mortality marching up at the end of a pandemic. The only thing that could cause that would be a vaccine and a vaccine associated with large numbers of deaths. And we coming up with roughly a quarter of a million Americans dying in the first year of the vaccine campaign. And we don't have a quarter million families expressing outrage here. I'm seeing tremendous apathy. I'm seeing deaths, as you've mentioned, but no one seems to care. So it's some type of psychological state that people are in. We need sociologists and psychologists to help us. Uh, what we've identified are sets of behaviors here all the way around that are out of the norms for for humans you know living in civil civil societies weird is that that is 
we are correct by saying that is Graham Allen. Is that, would that be accurate? Would you all agree with that? Or would somebody tell us, no, you're fucking idiots. The guy on the left. We know the other guy is McCullough. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one on the left. I don't know. Made Man in America. Isn't that the Graham Allen show? Isn't that his show? Mm. I thought that was. I, I don't know. But um I I think uh a kid well he's not a kid, he's like twenty seven, but he was a child actor from maybe Fear the Walking Dead just died. Who? What? Someone asked that. What did one of the guys from The Walking Dead just die? Um, okay, I, I don't know. So, uh, but no, that's not Graham. Okay, who is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Because I I, I I thought it was. I thought that's who that was. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but I met that guy like four or five times. Okay. I know that for a fact. Well, so something Dr. McCullough said in there that like 2% of people have heart, have myocarditis or have some heart issue now after getting the shot. So this is crazy. So they did um, like an open air heart testing thing mm -hmm. at, at, at a, a random event, like a, like a block party thing in Portland, I think it was. Okay. Somewhere on the left coast. You know what they found? I don't know. 53% of the people tested had clinical signs of myocarditis. 53% of the people tested at this open air heart testing thing at some like block party in Portland had clinical signs of myocarditis. 53%. So now the question is, well, the answer is, why? Because it gets worse, not just with each shot, although it does get worse with each shot. It builds up. It's cumulative, okay? Even if you only got two shots. Untreated. Okay? Untreated over time. And you, your body is a spike protein factory. They're still saying... Oh, well, oh, you got, you got a shot how long ago? A year ago? Oh, there's still spike protein in your blood. This whole, the spike protein's gone in a week and then, oh, the spike protein's gone in 28 days and then, oh, the spike protein's gone in three months. You notice the spike protein, they keep pushing the goalpost to however long they've been giving out the majority of the injections for because it's in there forever. Just like the people got a Nobel Prize for figuring out how to turn off your immune system to make this work the way that they wanted to, to kill you. So are the, so was the guy that got, they, uh, who came up with VX gas, what's your point? They, exactly. They admit that they never, they don't know how to turn it back on. Well, leads to follow. They don't know how to turn your immune system back on. They also don't know how to turn the one they've created and given to you back off. Your body will continue to make spike protein until you are a mass of fibrous amyloidous clots and you're dead. You die. You got to treat it. It is treatable. It is treatable. Got to treat it. You don't all have to die. 
don't all have to die, but you have to recognize what happened, what you did, what was done to you, what your symptoms are. You can lead a horse to water, folks. You can't make them drink it. Seth Lawrence. There you go. Man in America is Seth okay. Lawrence. Okay. I'm Thank sorry. You. Thank you very much, Cisco. I, I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. We met him like I, three I met times. Him like, yeah. And I, I know his face. I just I know his face. I'll never forget his face. Yeah. But his name, man, it's there. No, it's I gone. don't know that we ever like, got into like physically, like actually introduced to him. Like with you all, I'm so fucked. Because we go to these events and we meet all these people and I don't because know like I, I ask you to call you have me call you by your screen name because I I know you by your screen name. I know your comments. I know where your humor is at. I know what's funny, what's not funny. So like you can ask Lindsay when we were in Texas, I was like, I'm glad your first name's Lindsay because <laughs> some bitch just would suck to have to call you anything else. Cause I'd be confused as fuck right now. And it's just tough because you got a lot of people you're like, yeah, fuck. I, mm. yep. We're finally not lagging actually. Well, it's because nice. like we're lagging. We're finally not lagging. Yeah, we're we're good now. That's crazy. Oh no, you're lagging. Oh shit. Now we're almost lagging. I don't Fuck. fucking know. Who Whatever. Fucking knows. I, I swear I to God, know. like everybody's show starts at our time. I think that's what it is. Everybody just jumped on our hour. So, um, myocarditis can be treatable, but it's not just about the inflammation, you have to get to the root cause of it, which is the spike protein. The spike protein is what's treatable. Although you treat the myocarditis, you, yes, by you treating, can, by but treating if you're, the spike only, protein, you're only treating the symptom, you're not treating mm-hmm. the, the root cause. That's why people that have, you know, have survived myocarditis generally live about five years because they never actually treat the cause. They only just treat the symptom. They make the inflammation go away but they never actually look at what caused the inflammation in the first place. Correct. Inflammation is the warning light, the check engine light on your car. That's what inflammation is. If you just disconnect the light, eventually your engine is just going to fucking seize up and die. Hey, this is going to sound really fucking crazy, mostly to the veterans out there, but ready for this one? Do you know that we're not supposed to wake up with pain? Isn't that crazy? Are you aware of that? You know, I got so used to it that I was like, holy shit, wake it up in the morning, blows. Fucking, I hear so many cracks, creaks, this, that, the other fucking thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's a new one every goddamn day. I'm telling y'all, Heather is like, she's like a different person. She's like she was two years ago. There's no, like, Before my COVID. joints are, I, like, my, I haven't had, like, anything serious with any arthritis in for fucking ever. Yeah. Uh, start drinking the. Cardio Miracle. It, not only that, start doing the, the I'm telling you, I think the water's got a lot to do Distilled with it. Distilled water, high-dose vitamin C, high-dose vitamin D, zinc, selenium, quercetin, Natokinase. Uh, well, I'm talking I, I, about how to treat spike protein, but yes, I, I don't do all that shit. But I'm just saying, in general, I that's think the all in your cardio miracle, babe. The distilled water has had the biggest effect. Nah, because I was drinking the distilled water before I was drinking the cardio miracle. So yeah, um, I no, I think the distilled water has got something to do with it. It's got a, I don't know what it's done, but I, I guys, uh, just saying. 
that distilled water's got. I also got, got to, to off do with it. fluoride at the same time. Fluoride toothpaste True. at the same time. True. So think about that. How much fluoride's in your tap water? We cut all the fluoride out of your system. Uh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm just saying. If you guys want to, there's a lot of people out there that want to feel better, that like they know there's something wrong. Like if you know there's something wrong, there's something wrong. Okay. You're already well past the problem. Okay. If you're just now saying there's something wrong, you should have been saying that months ago. That's normally what a doctor is going to start off by telling you. But you're not supposed to wake up in pain and I blow my mind like, every day I get up and I go, holy shit. I wake up and I can move. I can... I can hold things. It's like, holy shit. There's no pain. Period. Yeah. We're supposed to be able to do that again, guys. Just it's supposed to happen. Whew. Yep. It's an amazing thing. It's a life altering effect in your I mean, mood I, and everything. In I have every a little bit of pain of right now, but I did some seriously hard workout like the last two days with the planting and the, or the tilling and the shoveling and then building shit today and more shoveling and all that good stuff. But I know that when I go to bed tonight, I mean, I'll slather some Kush cream on, but I go to bed tonight, I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll feel great. No issue. Just saying. Sarah, we have a water distiller, a countertop water distiller, and I run that bitch all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. constantly going. Yeah. We're constantly running distilled water and we, we we literally can't even keep up we probably drink i mean close to three four gallons a day yeah between us and the kids yeah. yeah and we drink it in that cup and like literally in that cup you're supposed to drink like if you do the h2o and the o2 at the same time you get the ultimate like hydration killer and supposedly that's like drinking a gallon of water yeah it's what it works out to you're drinking a gallon of water in like 20 ounces of water yeah, it's weird as fuck, but that's the way it boils out. And then I tell you what, I drink one of those, and holy fuck, I gotta pee. Anyway, yeah, there's some of that. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, Rand Paul, look, he looks uh, perturbed. Just a little bit. That's what I recall at the time. Um, on the issue of COVID, haven't they been wrong on pretty much everything? We now know that they were wrong on masks. Uh, we now know that when they told us if you got the vaccine that you'd never get COVID, that turned out to be a lie. If you get a booster, that's going to help you. That did not help many people. We even had studies showing that if you got a booster, you might increase your chances of, of get, catching COVID. Uh, now we have all of the other evidence that's out there. We had the early exchange in January of 2020 with high-ranking NIH officials and Fauci, uh, 900 pages from The Intercept, Project Veritas. Then we got the emails from the NIH themselves that they had a strong belief that their money went to the Wuhan Virology Lab. So for them to deny it or, you know, aren't they just denying the science at this point? They don't want to tell us that they were wrong. I think they're trying to escape the culpability because ultimately Anthony Fauci's advocacy, he had to go outside the boundaries of the normal process. There's a committee that's supposed to review these dangerous viruses and see if the, the, the experiments are too risky and shouldn't happen. 
This didn't occur in the Wuhan experiments. Anthony Fauci gave a waiver. He was one of the few people in government who could give a waiver and said, the research doesn't have to be reviewed by the committee. We're just going to let it happen. Let me ask you, I mean, I think it's relevant considering they were wrong on ground zero. They were wrong about masks. They were wrong about vaccines. They were wrong about boosters. Uh, they were wrong about wet markets versus the Wuhan virology lab. Uh, now people in East uh, Palestine and Ohio, they're being told by politicians. Politicians take out a glass of water. They drink it in front of them and they're telling them everything's fine in East Palestine in spite of the you know, all, all the fish that have shown up dead, animals that have shown up dead and people showing signs and symptoms of illness. Uh, do you trust that they're being told the truth in Ohio? No. And here's the problem. This is what the CDC currently tells you about COVID. If your 15 year old has had COVID, they still want him to be vaccinated. If your 15 year old boy has had COVID, they want him to be vaccinated. He gets vaccinated. Let's say he gets myocarditis, chest pain, goes to the hospital and has a heart ailment from the vaccine. Do you know what the CDC tells you? As soon as he's better, he should get another vaccine. No parent with any lick of common sense would allow their kid to be vaccinated after they've already had COVID and had myocarditis from the vaccine. But the CDC's recommendation is that your kid should get a second vaccine as soon as their heart is better. The vaccine caused him a heart inflammation, and the CDC tells you this. This is why nobody trusts the CDC, because no mom with any bit of common sense would ever subject their kid to another vaccination after they had a heart inflammation from the first one. This is how idiotic these people are and how moronic they have destroyed trust. They are the yeah. ones that have destroyed trust in vaccines and everything else because they're really telling you stuff that's obviously not true and you shouldn't take that. I got to give you props. I got to give you a lot of credit. Senator Rand Paul, no, you're wrong. Sir, no, you're wrong. What you just did right there is the problem. What you just did right there, instead of highlighting the fact that that's the biggest issue, okay? What you just did right there was negated by saying, well, I mean, you know, they never go out there and never say any of this stuff. The point is, in the first place, they shouldn't have to. Where are you at? It's it's not about us. It's about you. We told you what's going on with this. Why is it killing people? You keep conflating it to this other issue of myocarditis and natural immunity. It's not about, we know it's not about natural immunity anymore. We know that this vaccine we're being given is killing people. We can see it all over the world, Rand. Well, now they're now they're saying that uh, zero calorie sweetener is is what's causing heart attacks, and uh... which I I find it very very funny that they've sacrificed stevia on the altar of vaccines because stevia has been there back pocket um killer no or depopulation yeah. drug is yes. stevia causes infertility yes. in case you guys don't know oh it the, also causes your brain to swell too just the, in case the, you're aware the plant um that it grows from right the stevia leaf it primarily grows in south america and it's it's commonly known oh you you your teenager you don't like her her boyfriend you think she's getting it on you put some, some stevia you put some stevia in her yep. in her drink instead of honey or sugar yep. so that she doesn't get knocked up before you want her to. 
that's common knowledge. That's just how they use plants when they've, you know, but been around it, them for there's, centuries. There's, but now they're sacrificing stevia on the altar of vaccines, saying stevia causes heart attacks and strokes. But it's not just stevia. I mean, it's sweet and low. I mean, it's all of that. It's isn't um, it? yeah, it is. It's uh, erythritol. Yeah, because erythritol is the part that makes your uh, for you all. It just causes you all to have headaches. For me, it'd kill me because mm -hmm. my brain doesn't. There's nothing to bounce off of. Your skull's still alive. It will stretch a little bit. Mine won't. So if mine swells, I'm fucked. I'm dead. Yeah, they're not calling aspartame in this one, Sparky, because then they would have to admit that aspartame is still in there, even after they've already said that it causes Been cancer. Removed. So yeah, but that's bullshit they're, they're not going to. They're, they're not going to call Come that on, one. Dude. Oh, you just look at the back of it, and it says right there. So you know. But I, it's just. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, I, I mean, I I get it. Rand's on a mission. Go for it. Do it. But also, you can admit some other shit that's come true since you started this commission. You know, you can admit that you can actually sit there and go, Sean, you know what? You're right. You're not so retarded this time. John, stevia prevents pregnancy in women. doesn't do anything for men. It's obvious, you know, this time, Sean, you finally figured this one out. But you're right. This is all connected. He could have said that. He had a chance to. He avoided that like the plague. The fuck's with that? Why? It makes me wonder, like, wait a minute. Why not just say it, bud? You're, you're right on. I, we, I agree with your science. I agree with what you're saying. I don't disagree with you. But he, he brought it right back to what you said. And I was just like, man, that was yeah. sly. He was just like, water yeah. off a duck's back. That's a pro fucking uh, politician right there. That's what you expect to see. Whoop. Right off the back. Yeah. Oh. If you looked at that MHRA um, report for the public, um, you will see that they didn't do any fertility studies. Pages 16 to 21 are of particular interest for people to look at if they're interested. And they did no fertility studies and, um, and they didn't even do fertility studies in animals. It wasn't, they were exempt. The studies and trials were exempt, which is most peculiar. Um, they didn't do any studies in uh, pregnant women and yet it was pushed on pregnant women. Um, and we know from the Pfizer studies themselves that um, the, um, they said to the women in the studies, you must not get pregnant, you must use contraception, you mustn't get pregnant under any circumstances. And human nature being what it is, 25 women did get pregnant. And out of the 25 pregnancies, there were 15 miscarriages which means that's 58% miscarriage rate for women who were vaccinated and became pregnant. And out of the nine babies that were born, five had congenital abnormalities. So this is a complete disaster, absolute disaster. And we've seen miscarriage and stillborn baby rates go up um, enormously, actually. In Scotland, the normal rate is two in a thousand, and it's gone up to 4.9 in a thousand, which is the highest level for over 10 years. Is this... So, is this I mean, those are just absolutely shocking numbers. Now, I get the whole short hair thing, too. But what she said is uh, kind of scary. Very um, scary. It sounds like, 
y'all out there in Europe are kind of fucked. Yeah. I mean, the, the way she's talking, it sounds like one in four. That's this. It's just as bad here. They just don't haven't released the numbers yet because remember in one in four are going to die. Is that what she said? In, I mean, is that basically what it boiled down to is like one in four people are going to die yeah, in Europe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They're estimating uh, 600,000 here this year. Wow. Um, but the thing, the difference is in the UK, Scotland and, and England and Ireland and Switzerland and Sweden and Finland and Norway. And we get it. We get it. All yeah. these places. What do they all have in common? They all have centralized medicine. They all have socialized medicine. We don't. All of our medicine is decentralized. It takes a lot longer for the numbers to come in. And when they do get reported, mm. they get reported to the CDC, who then gets to manipulate them however they want. Gotcha. Okay. So our numbers are on like a six month lag and they're not nearly as accurate as, as what's being reported what's coming out of the Europe. UK and Australia and places like that because all of their medicine so is centralized. Something, something tells me and in folks, I could be wrong about this, but what if, and I'm spitballing here, this is a complete what if scenario and we can come back to it and say, yeah, Oh, he predicted the future, but I didn't because I'm not predicting this is the future. But what if, this does spark off over in, let's just say, Scotland. And the mere fact that what they find out is that 90% of their population is going to be dead <sighs> in like five years anyway. So they just say, hey, fuck, fuck it, it, fuck you, watch this, hold my beer, we're going to make these last five years worth something, because that's something the Scottish would do. And I agree with them. I'd, I'd be right with it, there with them, holding torches, saying, let's do it. And uh, it takes off, burns across the country, across the world, because everybody realizes how fucked they are. Oh, man. Wow. We might have a baby boom. Maybe. Hard men. Hard times. It's going to suck. It is. It is at that. So um, we going to get out of here? Do we, we haven't even made it to humor, did we? No, we didn't make it to humor. You want to do, uh, do humor real quick? Yeah. You want to you play that, that uh, C3B meme? I thought it was in humor. No. You didn't put it in there. Oh, you know what? I put it in political theater. It should be the, like the first one in political theater. Uh, yep, there yeah, because it truly is political theater. This is today. <laughs> yeah. All right, get ready to laugh okay. so that we can have some. And then we'll get out of here. And then we'll get out of here. Real quick, because this is the fast one. This is, but, uh, this is funny. Bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Pop, didn't you learn anything from the group? Now, I'm sure there's at least one thing that you can think of good to say. Now, think about it and say it. Uh, 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 well. Watch it. Uh, Careful. Look out. What I'm trying to say is that, that you're overly generous. Every time you open up your mouth, you give away your ignorance. <laughs> Thank you.
that's so accurate. All right. Every time you open true, your mouth. True of uh, just about everybody these days. <laughs> Pretty much. They couldn't be more honest mm -hmm. about who they are and how fake they are. Because... Polkadot says, how's Russia doing with COVID in the backs? Interesting that you should ask that. Um, initially, Russia got hit pretty hard by COVID, but they did not use the mRNA vaccines. They developed their own more traditional vaccine. Yeah, um, they seem to be doing just they, fine. They have uh, mostly, they went with the natural immunity thing. They didn't shut down. They're they're killing it. Yeah. We're dying. They're killing They're fine. It. Yeah. yeah, makes you wonder. Doesn't anyway, um, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's yes. Wednesday. Thursday, James Regreski is going to join us and let us know how uh, Biden has uh, relinquished our sovereignty again. to the WHO. Yeah, but tomorrow we'll uh, maybe catch up some more clips and read a little bit more of the Declaration of Independence. See. Yep. And uh, yeah. That's so. Better. Till then, yeah. uh, you can check us back out here at 545 tomorrow night for Liana's Lounge. By the way, Liana shows on tomorrow morning at 9.05. So check in, tune in, check that out. It's at always a lot pilled. of fun. Pilled.net. Yes, pilled.net. She's on pilled.net. That's it. She doesn't broadcast anywhere else. So jump in there and check it out. And uh, feel free, free to chat because everybody loves people who join the chat. And yep. it's always fun to get in there and get involved in the conversation. Either way, you can check us back out tomorrow night at 6 p.m. when the show starts. If you don't want to tune in for the lounge and you don't have to. And uh, we just do that for fun. And uh, we'll see you yep. back here then. Till then, uh, for the Mick and Lynn. have a great night, fuckers. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Good night. Running that mouth 
and if I take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country. 